Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I want to be very delicate about what I'm going to say because it's a it's a sensitive topic and I don't believe in just saying negative things that can hurt people's feelings, words, the written word hurts, the verbal word hurts, people's actions and, and, and words hurt people's feelings. I've learned that. And I teach that to my daughter too. So I want to be sensitive and accountable when I speak about plastic surgery because I watched like 10 minutes of the, and just like that, the, the, the Sex and the City follow-up show last night. Uh, I wanted to get to the Peloton part. I was more interested in it because of the Peloton situation with their stock. And uh, I don't know, for those of you who don't know, HBO Max aired and just like that. And there's a scene and I guess I I didn't get up to it, but I guess big passes away on a Peloton and Peloton reacted with this commercial within 48 hours after their stock plummeted and the stock went back up. And it just was, in my opinion, an interesting pivot. And people were reading about it and saying that they were rethinking a Peloton. And I don't know how a scripted scene in a show is going to make you rethink exercise equipment, but who knows? So I 
because of being on The Housewives and watching these shows and seeing women with plastic surgery and their faces change and everybody be very vain uh, and watching women age, I mean, I, I think I started The Housewives in my mid-30s and I think Ramona was maybe 50 then. You know, it was 15 years ago. So we're all older and we look older because we are older. And you see some people have good plastic surgery and Botox and some have bad on the housewives. And it's a great place to look at different plastic surgeries from breasts to butts to cheeks to teeth, a lot of teeth done, noses, extensions, hair, all of it. I mean, it's just a good place to see sort of stuff. So I want to sensitively discuss plastic surgery because I was watching Sex and the City. Now, I don't remember the last time that show was on, but the women are much older. Um, I think someone was saying that they were 55 years old. So that was a major iconic show for women in their 30s. And I think, and Samantha was maybe in 40s and maybe into her 50s. Don't quote me. But so coming back, for them to come back and do the show obviously takes emotional courage because you know you're going to be judged on the way that you look and I know that they have um and you're coming back to a show and you've gotten older and you're vain and everything is about being in magazines and pictures and everyone's filtered and it's you know everything's HD now when I went on television there was no Instagram and there was no HD uh so that's high def television So I know that these women have to go back back and they're going to think about how they're going to look. And I know in a lot of the press over the pandemic, Sarah Jessica Parker was just fully gray, which I get. And so was I and so am I most of the time. And I don't know exactly what she does or what anyone does, but I know in watching the show and I don't want to be specific about anyone and I don't want to go into any great detail uh, in watching the show, I was affected by the plastic surgery. I'm over 50. I uh, saw the plastic surgery. I could see the difference in the faces on the show. I I saw the expressions different. Uh, Just plastic surgery makes your face look different. And it's not that it's quote unquote bad. It's just some people that I know not on television have gotten plastic surgery and their faces, if you just look directly at their faces, they look good, but the person themselves looks older or they look good, but they just look a little stranger. Or when they smile, it seems unusual. Or when they talk, it doesn't sound the same. Like, it's very different. And on that show, it was very loud to me. I was actually distracted by it. And I know a lot of you were too. And this is not to say something negative. It's to talk about plastic surgery. So for me personally, you know, every time I post a post and I happen to look good, um, I don't filter. If I do filter, I would say it. I mean, I would say this is not what I look like. And you see a lot of my unfiltered bag and wrinkled pictures. Um, I have had Botox. I haven't had it in a while. And I have had filler probably once or twice in my whole entire life. Um, Because when I got my jaw, my Botox in my jaw, which took my jaw muscle literally probably half the size. I had been work. I've grinded for years and I have a night guard. But that muscle had grown from when I was a child To an adult, it was like doing bicep curls on my jaw for years. So when I gradually used Botox to reduce it, it was so sort of almost uh, collapsed 
that one doctor said that I should balance it out by putting a dot on each cheek because it was just, it was not balanced. I, I guess something by, by that reducing pull my face down. I don't know. Anyway, I, uh, it scares me, the filler, a little bit because I see people looking so crazy. It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm so au natural and should be living on a commune or anything like that. I just don't think it looks great and it looks obvious. But, and I have not had plastic surgery. I had a breast lift. I have not, not had my nose done. I have not had plastic surgery. I swear on everything I hope to be. I swear on anything that I love. I have not had plastic surgery. I have considered what I would do if I were to do it because I've had other people who are in the entertainment industry tell me that everyone has done it and they're all lying and I'm the only one who hasn't done anything. So that's when you start to think, is no one telling me that I need something? Like, am I, do I need something and no one's telling me? No one's go. I've never told anyone they need something. Uh, I've had two good friends have surgery and um, I notice it. My daughter noticed it. Um, whenever I introduce my fiance to someone who's had plastic surgery, he says to me, did they have something done? And he thinks it looks different. I'm trying to be kind in general to everybody. So it's a choice, but I do think there's a price. And I don't know what age or what circumstance you hit where you really have to do it. You really should do it. So I think there's a lot of pressure to get plastic surgery because you don't want to be the one holding the bag, the last woman standing that hasn't had it. But I want to tell you that watching Sex in the City uh, and just like that made me think, I think I would rather look a little older and not have plastic surgery for now. I mean, someone has to tell me that there's something to do, but it feels like a crapshoot because there are people on the housewives who've had plastic surgery and their teeth done and it looks good. And then there are other people and they look like they're on Star Trek and there's everything in between. And I don't think that that's a risk that I would take. I think it's scary. So unless you really, really need something, and what's the definition of need? You, It's interfering with your life. You look into the mirror and you say, I see this saggy neck. I can see exactly where it's gapping on my neck. Or my eyes, I have big suitcases under my eyes and there's that wrinkly skin. Or I just look like a leather bag and I have crow's feet. Because listen, I don't drink enough water. I don't exercise a lot. I mean, barely at all. I don't sleep enough. So that gets in your head and you're thinking, I I must be aging and need it. And I'm sure you're all thinking the same thing. I just want to tell you that the people, for the most part, that I know who have had plastic surgery don't look natural and it's a little off-putting to me. So maybe just a little bit of crow's feet and not looking perfect is the answer for more than just myself. Some good makeup on a good night out. Most of the time, you're probably home with your kids in, in your pajamas, so it doesn't always have to matter. As long as you can pull it together when you need to take a great picture, go out to a good dinner, go on a vacation, what are we all doing it for? So I hope that you all comment and tell me what I need and when I need it, if I need it, Or tell me honestly that I don't because I think we have to tell each other all of that so we don't have to go through not knowing and then be a person that everyone's talking about saying, wow, that looks weird and she didn't need it and why did she do that? And it, you know, because I felt a little strange watching Unjust Like That and I felt a little uncomfortable about it and it made me worry about the fact that I've thought about doing it. So that's my truth about plastic surgery. 
My guest today is radio personality Elvis Duran. He is a wonderful man. He is very talented. His show Elvis Duran and the Morning Show has been running since 1996 on New York's biggest station and syndicated across the country. In a career that spans decades, he's won countless awards and was inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. He's not only incredibly accomplished, but he's a wonderful philanthropist who's donated to Be Strong on many occasions. Every day, millions of people tune into his show, and today we get to hear his story. Enjoy. All right, so Elvis, so I know you because throughout the years I've come in and been interviewed by you since probably you didn't even know who I was uh, through my books and my experiences, and I've always enjoyed coming in there and your humor and you're being real and we've developed this uh, sort of industry relationship that's a little bit more um, and you've helped me with Be Strong without wanting any credit, which I've mentioned. Uh, my daughter met you on the uh, eating outside with some friends and um, I just saw one of your colleagues at Jingle Ball. So we know each other. Um but I don't really know you. I mean, I don't know most of the people that I interview, even if I really know them, even if I'm friendly with them, because we don't really talk about how someone came up specifically. We sort of meet them once they're here. So how did you come up? Where uh, did you grow up? And what did you want to be? And what did you think success meant? And what was your family like? Well, I wanted to be a ballerina. <laughs> that didn't work out. I, <laughs> You know, I, I was seduced by radio at a very early age. And I say that because I, I was such a loner kid and you know I spent a lot of time just with me and the radio. And the people who were playing the songs and giving away the contest prizes and I don't know, I felt that they were friends. They were in a weird dis way, disconnected way, they were friends of mine. And I always thought, I wanna do that. I wanna, I wanna be that voice in the, in the night or in the morning that's actually a friendly voice when people may need it. And because I, I needed it as a kid. I was, like I said, I was a loner and I was, I, I wasn't like out of my mind and, and hated. I was just very introverted before we knew what that meant, you know? So well, radio, interesting. radio was my best friend. And I, and I, now we see it applied to people's lives who are living awful lives at home or they're driving every morning to a shitty job that they just can't stand with a boss that's toxic and we want to be there as a friend and it's a very simple concept but it, that's what got me hooked at a very early age mother's day is may 12th and macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for mother's day Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and samsung smart tv the frame head on over to macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for mother's day snag a job is where america goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over six million active hourly workers 
Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's very unique for someone to really live out their dream that they had as a child. I don't know that many people who really have done that. What did your family think about that? And I love that point. Let's come back to that dream, the dream as a, ch- a child thing. My mom and dad uh, were like, you know, you need to go to college. So they foot the bill and I went to college and I just, I wasn't a great student. I was a great college partier. I just, it just wasn't for me, you know, but radio always pulled me back. So I, I was doing part-time radio in Dallas while I was going to college and failing miserably in college. And so this was the path. And so, yeah, you have a dream as a kid. I mean, do you remember dreaming anything when you were a kid? Like, I want to be this when I grow up. Yeah, I do. I think I wanted to be an actress, but more about um, probably what I thought the adoration. I mean, I don't think I understood what acting really was and the technicalities of it and what it really meant. And I tried it. Uh, I just knew that I wanted to. I I loved comedy. I did The Groundlings years later and Second City. I tried all of that. I always wanted to be in place. I wanted to entertain and connect in a humorous way, but I wanted to be myself. I knew that. So it is similar, but it wasn't as young uh, and as specific as you're talking about. But I did always have this urge to connect to an audience. But it's funny how as we get older and more uh, embroiled in our careers, we realize how specific that can be. Meaning, 
I've liked reality television, not until after years doing it did I realize it was because of that humorous, irreverent, unbridled connection with that audience. It wasn't because I wanted to be famous. It wasn't because I wanted to be on reality TV or uh, the money necessarily, although that was good. It was that I liked that connection. So the podcast, I didn't even know what that was. And now I know that it's a great way to just communicate and express. You see, Bethany, you just used the word connect in one form or another over a dozen times. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that's very telling of you and of me. Uh, I, I was a little awkward growing up. And even in college, I had a few friends, but it was still an awkward time. And I was out dating and you know, whatever. And I, I wasn't good at any of that. But the need to connect was there. So I found through our delivery of content through one-way radio, I could make a connection but it was, it was an indirect connection. I, I was there talking to you, and then the feedback was much slower because there was no social media mm-hmm. back then. But the need to connect, I think we all have that in one form or another, like you so brilliantly uh, said. It's so true because you don't have to be talking to someone else. I will talk sometimes just on a rant, and I was shocked that you're just speaking and you are, you are talking to people, but they're not necessarily talking back. We do like that as well, and I know that you do too, but it's a different type of thing. It's sort of like a you're just expressing yourself through monologue, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, it all kind of started and became very important for me uh, 9-11, 20, what, 20 years ago. I was about to quit radio. I just didn't understand the point. I didn't feel like I was saving any lives. We weren't curing any diseases. We, I didn't get it. You know, maybe you'll tell a fart joke here and play the same song over and over until people don't want to hear it anymore. What's the point in that? I was lost. I was floating around in outer space, not really tethered to anything I felt was foundationally important. But were you getting away with it? Oh yeah. Lots Uh of, lots of ratings, lots of listeners, great money. I didn't get it. Uh, mm-hmm. 9-11, actually 9-12 in 2001 proved to me well, what, what we're here for, the calling was. For me at that time, it was healing, it was anger, it was, you know, all the emotions we all went through after 9-11, right? Putting the pieces together for people. I'll never forget walking in the studio on November, I mean, uh, September 12th. We didn't know what to do. Like, who the, f- who the hell are we? To like open the microphones and start talking after such a tragic, tragic event unfolded right. right before our eyes, literally before our eyes. Well, we discovered who we were. We were needed. We helped get food down to ground zero. We helped get little baby booties for the dogs who were searching. We, we connected families who were, members of families were walking down the turnpike just trying to get home near Philly from New York. We, we had people stopping by and picking them up. We understood at that point what public service is all about, which connects Way, way fast forward to what you are doing now. Every time there's a call, you're there. You feel the need to serve the public. And I think there's a connection between what we learned after 9-11 and our business, radio, how important it was and how you are in connecting the dots to help people out around the world. Well, it's funny. You can find your way in and then you feel like you have purpose and it gives you something to do. And it's sort of like work also. Relief work is work. Um which is feels weird sometimes because it can be cold. I'm just trying to get things done. I'm not just crying and hugging babies. So I feel like it's not what it is on TV or in the movies or you know what I'm saying? You connect with people and you, I'm using that word again, but you go there and you see what people are going through, but it's, it's handled in a way where you just need to move quickly to help versus really, 
processing what's going on. You don't always have time to do that. So it sounds like it was the day after, it was September 12th, and you were just in motion helping people. I fell in love with my career that day. Refell in love. I understood the importance. And then when we try to figure out, which I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but I do this. And I'm hoping you've thought it through too. What's the psychology behind wanting to be there? What's the psychology other than purpose, as you mentioned, which is so important. Like what, what's, what's in it for me? And I, I know that sounds very trite and very whatever, but there is something in it for us. There is the satisfaction of helping people. We have the platforms to do it. It's too easy to not do it. It's not easy to do. Don't get me wrong. It's not easy to execute what we do. But it's too right there that you have a leg up to do it that someone else doesn't have. And most people do want to help. Thank God we do. Because there are a lot of of people who benefit from it. And I know I do. But I watch. I watch. I'm always trolling you online. I'm watching every time. (laughs) Every time a building falls, Bethany's there, you know. And... uh, I love it. I think I think when you talk about leaving legacy, I'm sure that you've had this conversation with yourself. What's that legacy you want to leave? You're well, you're creating quite the legacy. Well, that may be a plan that we didn't know about why that was given to certain people. I mean, not everybody uses it that way, but I'll say that the it's funny you said why you felt you had to be there. So I was a nobody who had absolutely nothing living in a tiny tiny studio apartment on 62nd Street and 9/11 felt so far from me. It was, I I didn't understand like that you could have access. It was downtown. I was on 62nd street. Think about what I do now and how crazy the dangerous places I've been and how we get in immediately with no red tape and it's scary. And there's people who intervene with aid and kill and roadblocks and crazy stuff going on in different countries. For people listening, you can get involved. It just seems like you can. It seems like everything else that you don't take a chance to do. Like Lotto, you have to be in it to win it. The Apprentice, you have to send that tape even though they say thousands are doing it. Whatever it is, superficially, the housewives, a radio host, whatever. But I was on 62nd Street and my biggest regret of my life is that I didn't go down there to see it, to feel it. Not even that I could have made a massive help uh, impact helping. Maybe I could, maybe I couldn't. But just so I could know in my body what that really felt like. I only know as a bystander in New York, like everyone else, I didn't really absorb what you did and what really was going on down there. Well, we were forced. I mean, we were, our studios at the time were in Jersey City in a high rise, Look, I mean, looking right at World Trade. We right. watched the whole thing happen. So we were sort of sucked in. And also a lot of supplies were launched from the docks below our building. And so we had, we, we were well, no, we weren't forced, but we forced ourselves to be a part of it. We had to. But it just, you, yeah. But because of your slightly disappointing thoughts in not being able to go downtown, which you weren't allowed to do, by the way, most likely for a while, is that sort of what sprang you into action in the future as, as you're doing today? Not even, no. I just, years later, I always wanted to do something in philanthropy and I would donate money to different charities, not realizing that if you focus on one, you can really have an impact. Well, I used to think it was good to give to different places, but I didn't understand what it meant. And then donating to being involved with one, it just didn't feel dire enough the way that I was doing it. It was too slow and low. It was helpful to a lot of women, 
But I wanted to do something immediate. And and years ago, I saw Haiti earthquake and I saw the, the kids on the medical lines. And I always wanted to do something with babies. So when I was able to finally do it for Hurricane Maria, I understood the point and that it's just like you can you just hear something, you see images, people tell Twitter, social media and Instagram helps so much. But anyway, who that that's so both of us have connected through philanthropy. You've gotten involved in, with Be Strong. Um, so what about your relationships? What about sexuality relationships? What about that while trying to build a career that makes you the center of attention and really now you're more leveled in where, you know, you've made it. But in, when trying to come up, what about all of those elements in your life? You know, the word relationships is a very important word in my life and in, in our show's foundation as well. Because I, I think everyone's story lies in their relationships with people, relationships with food, with money, with alcohol, with drugs, with sex, with... It's all how we relate. It's not just what we think about, what I think about my husband, Alex. I, I also want to make it about what he thinks about me. Like, how are we in this together as partners? And uh, I think looking through the relationship lens is so important because it's not, a, it's not a one-way thing. This is not a one-way life we're living with money and with power or lack of power or can't pay the bills. Relationships. I'm married to Alex. I don't know. This, is, it, is it this simple? Is this what you want? Um, yeah. We met each other 12 years ago and we got married either two or three years ago. I lost a year in there somewhere. I think you know what I'm talking Whoa. about. Whoa. You waited a long time. Uh, we did. Well, it was kind of off and on. Again, we weren't really ready for it. He, he used to be a club kid who was getting older, and I was an old guy who needed to become a club kid again. <laughs> so it was, ah. it was kind of a yin-yang thing, and it worked out really beautifully. And now we're, you know, we have two schnauzers and live on a farm and in the city, and we're doing our thing. So are you good at it? I'm trying to be. It's work, you know. Hello. It is, but I don't. not everyone admits that. And you watch, you know, it doesn't matter what television show you're watching. There are people with 12-year-old kids who walk in just giving the biggest hug. And, and the day I met your mother, and, I, and I'm like, is that, that, I don't think that's what relationships are like every day. Because none of my friends, it's like that. They're all, you know, one of them, it's nonstop snoring. And the husband drinks too much. Another one, uh, the husband's too overweight and also drinks too much and smokes in secret. Like, all my friends have different stuff going on with their partners. So I like when people tell it's straight versus bullshit. It just doesn't help people. Well, okay, I'll tell you straight. You, you pretty much, three out of four ain't bad. Two overweight guys with drinking problems and snoring. <laughs> you, you probably hit the, the nail on the head. Look, you know what? I, I look at it this way, and I think this helps me with this relationship. We, we, struggling up to the point where we finally decided to get married. You know, you, you realize you're in two different lanes, and sometimes you're in the same lane, you're in two different lanes, and but you're always merging in and out of each other's traffic and exiting and entering the freeway and everything. I, not every day is great. I do. I, I've, I can't think the last time we actually went for each other's friggin' jugular and tried to rip them out. I mean, we're doing okay. I guess mm-hmm. that's a good sign. Um, now, but you know what we're doing now, and I think this is this is not uncommon. After you know the COVID hit, we're reevaluating. We're trying to figure out where this is going. Um, not the relationship. We want to be back to back in the woods, protecting each other, and that's that's easy. To figure out, but where do we want to go next? What's next chapter? You know, hmm. I, I love what I do for a living. Alex loves what he does for a living, which is the polar opposite of what I do. What does he do? You know, he, he works at Staten Island Zoo. He's a zookeeper. Oh, amazing. Okay. We have nothing in common in, in the professional world, which is kind of great. Oh, no, very great. You know, he'll, he'll go to work and, you know, help build a new sloth exhibit. And I go to 
work and interview SpongeBob SquarePants. I mean, they're just not related. That's amazing. <laughs> but, you know, we're trying to figure out what's next, what's next chapter. I love what I do for a living. I just don't always love how I'm doing it anymore. And uh, he wants to open a bar somewhere, which is a tough business, or he, we have a house in, out in Santa Fe. Maybe you can go to the Santa Fe Opera and build sets for, for the opera season. I don't know. We're just trying to figure that out. Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. And was 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 being gay difficult or did it provide any sort of uh, interesting path that you wouldn't have imagined in your career? Was there any because people always talk about that being a woman or being a black woman or being a gay man or woman, the, the plight and the challenges. But people don't often talk about the positive aspects, what how 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 it could change your path or chart your course. It was a total positive experience. And, and I have a lot of friends who did not grow up 
with a positive experience being gay or lesbian. Um, and I get that, you know, and I've, I was always there for them. I always used it to my, my advantage. I mean, people wanted, you know, growing up in the 80s in Texas, in Dallas, Texas, a somewhat mm-hmm. conservative area of the Bible Belt, I, <laughs> I used it as my, this is, what's makes me, this is what makes me unique. It makes me different than you. And I'm a good guy. And so, you know, if you don't like gays in general, then I'm not your guy, you know. I, I, and I never really had a problem with it at all. I always, always embraced it. And I, like, again, I say I'm very lucky. I had friends who are no longer with us because they could not, they couldn't, manip- they could not uh, maneuver through that world. And, you know. Something just told you inside. Was it your family to just li- live in Dallas, Texas? That's interesting to be honest about it. But it sounds like being an introvert might have helped you because you weren't craving to be the center of attention or to be popular. You probably liked your own bubble. Oh, and yeah. in that bubble, you were gay and did what you wanted. Yeah, no, my battery was replenished when I was alone, you know, and hanging out mm-hmm. and being creative with a couple of friends or, you know, back in the days we'd smoke a lot of pot and just sit around and watch TV, but we were comfortable with each other, you know, and you found other gay friends in Dallas, Texas that many years ago. Oh, absolutely. I, I, would, I had a fake ID when I was in high school. We were going to the bars and stuff, going to drag shows when I, before I was even 18. So I got that all, all out of my system, you know, and then AIDS came along and somehow I got through that maze uh, not not a lot of my friends did. A lot of a lot of them didn't. But the challenges were already always there. We could see the roadblocks miles away. You see a you see a bus coming down the road. You don't step out in front of it. You just try to be smart. You know, M- maneuver and manipulate and take care of yourself. And um, I'm here. And so amazing. You know, in answer to your question, yeah, being gay was cool. You know, I. I had a great experience. I, w- I wish everyone had as great experience as I've had. And your family was supportive of you? You know, my mom and dad were so much older than me, we really didn't discuss it. I mean, I was out to almost everyone except for my mom and dad. And they knew it because I found a book in their bedroom, like, what to do when your kid's a gay. <laughs> I don't know what the, the, really? the, t- the title of the book was, but th- th- it was there. But we, it was an uncomfortable conversation with them. They were very conservative Southern Baptist uh, they love me. There, there was always lots of love in the house. They even told me one time, you know, if you choose, if you choose a life of being a homosexual, uh, you risk losing friends and relationships and business partners, maybe. You know, they, they were from that old school. I mean, it's not untrue what they were saying at that time, too, to be honest. And even now in many places, it's not untrue. You did. I mean, you have to be who you are. And there are, you know, risks to that, which is sad, but it's true. They they never, ever shut me out. And they were always there was always a hug and and I love you in my house morning, noon and night. That's so interesting. It's a different story, but it still makes sense. And I'm sure there still was some struggle for you and them. That's interesting. Yeah, sometimes I sometimes I I crawl into the closet when it comes to having conversations with strangers or I don't know why it's just it's it's in there, but I'm doing okay. I'm a good nice. gay. I'm a good gay. I'm okay. You're a good gay. You're a good gay. What, um, how, how, what do you attribute your success to? How did you, did you just one foot in front of the other? What was, what were the big mistakes you made? The, the real, like, hit it out of the park, the, your best business choices, just that sort of crossroads when you really made the right, the correct turn. Maybe you can help me figure this out because I've never, Bethany, I've never been the, the one-year, five-year, ten-year plan guy. I've never been the make a list every morning and get a check them all off guy. Same, same. 
It was almost as if, and maybe you can re- relate with this, I'm driving down the highway, and when I see a sign for an exit looks interesting, I take it. Same. It's just, is, Same. It, is it timing? Is it... Honesty. It sounds like gut instinct and honesty, and it sounds like... It's about the journey and not the destination. For me, what you're saying is the same exact thing. And it's that I always say to my team, look at the, be aware of the board. Bo- don't forget the pieces, but look at the whole board. So, but you got to get in the car, get on the road. You may hit a roadblock. You may run out of gas, but you got to get in the car. Everyone's stuck in their business plan and they can't get started. And you may make a mistake, but just make that mistake work. So all roads lead to Rome. So I'm the same as you. I know I have a successful business in all of these different tentacles, but they're just because I have ideas and I want to execute them. Now they have to be interconnected because you're not going to, as you get older, you realize time is more valuable than money. So you're not going to do things that don't have a financial or spiritual or emotional return on their investment. But I do the same thing as you do. I just have always said, my, from my horrific divorce to my career, it is one foot in front of the other. It is like, what hole are we on in golf? We're on this hole and we just keep going. And, you know, that it is, it's just, I'm the same as you. And I sometimes don't like it and then I stop. Well, yeah. I mean, don't you feel like, gosh, you know what? Maybe I should be watching all the TED Talks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, you know, I, I, need don't. Go, I need to go read the new Brene Brown book or I'm, I'm going to be a failure. Well, look, God bless Brene. I think she's, she's great at what she does. I don't know. Maybe I almost call it laziness. So I don't think that's correct. I feel like I'm just too lazy to do the the checklist thing and the. I don't think if you whatever the checklist is, if you're not thinking about it or dreaming about it, I don't think you'd be good at it. It's the same thing as I am. I mean, I don't need to be a billionaire, and I value my sleep, and I value my daughter, and I value my life and my peace of mind. Meaning, your feeling about radio back before nine eleven was my feelings about my relationship with reality television in that format. I just, I didn't like the way I felt. I felt gross. I felt like I was prostituting myself for the check I was getting. So I had to make a decision that, you know, was not financial. It was just emotional. But those aren't the easiest things to do because your mind's playing tricks on you. And it happens in relationships and all the types of things too. We just have to live as honestly as you can. I think you've always been pretty honest. From your sexuality you know, from being gay in Dallas, Texas, it sounds like from day one, you've just done what's in your gut and your heart and just keep going and you're doing it now. Well, call it reckless. <laughs> I don't know. It's just the way that I, I hate to sound like a whatever. It's, just, it's the universe is looking out for me. God, you know, whatever you're believing in, I truly believe I, there is a force that's looking out for me. That's at least helping me guide myself in the right directions. I think another thing is timing and luck, lots of luck. Um, and someone told me once, oh, you know what? You need to give yourself more credit and stop, stop getting, giving so much credit to luck. I said, well, no, I really do think. You really do. Some people do. You know who else said that? Um, why am I having um, Graham Norton? Right. I love he, Graham. I was, trying to, I was trying to make everything into something. You know, I just thought like, and he was lucky, effective. I mean, not only lucky, but he just said, I, I just landed here. I'm, I'm, you know, he, he considers himself very lucky. I, I, I'm paraphrasing, but I think he's made it like you do. Like, you just feel like, I don't know how the hell this all happened. That's how you seem. It sure is fun, though. I hope it lasts for a while longer. I'm having a good time. That's amazing. That's different. Looking for a new chapter, though. I'm, I'm actively looking for a new chapter right now. And it's, it's, it's kind of scary. You know, I've been doing the morning show at Z100 in New York and syndicated for 25 years. I've been at Z100 since 1989. I, uh, I've been there a long time, you know, and, 
And I've been working with some of the same people for 25 years. So you're looking for something. I'm looking for something. And I'm... And part of me is that lazy Elvis kind of waiting for it to fall out of the sky and just hit me upside the head like we, we that sometimes happens to us. And so I don't know. Well, I have if you want, this is not no pressure, only if you want. It could be as soon as Thursday or any time if you want to go on a mission like you could go on a mission for I can't go Thursday because um, I'm going away and I have full custody of my daughter now. So it's not and I've never had childcare, So I'm having different uh, personal calendar challenges. But if you want to go on any of these relief missions, it's pretty amazing that we get I mean, I consider it like getting to be front row at Madison Square Garden that we get to be the first ones into these torn, you know, devastated places and distribute relief like real time. We have warehouses full of aid, that $2 million of aid that will be going to Kentucky. So if you ever want to go on a mission, and it only could be, it could be just for a day, just go in and talk to people, you you would probably love it, and they would probably love it too. I've never done, you know what, one time uh, we actually flew into Haiti uh, and went to a woman's clinic where they were having babies and giving birth, and it sounds like you, you've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, it was just for the day, and it, it was very moving. I would love to, I'd love to do something like that. Okay. If you want to do it, you know, cause we could, you could, I can always tell you when you could go the, the soonest, you know, anywhere. It depends upon your work schedule, et cetera. But, uh, right now we're doing a big thing in Kentucky. Um, anyway, it's just meaningful and it gives you that sort of purpose and that feeling doesn't mean it's your life's work, but it mean, I mean, it just means it's just, it's good to, it, for you it would be perfect cause you already connect to people. May I ask you a question? Like yeah, sure. Once, once you're done with this, this what we're doing now, and, and with other people you've 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 interviewed and talked with, when you turn off your computer, what, what mode do you go into? Do you stop and evaluate what just happened? Okay, that was good. I feel. Do you feel satisfied? What comes in your daily satisfaction? Like what checks off your your boxes? So, it sounds cliche. I'm my daughter is the it makes me whole she just makes me a whole person it's unbelievable just being with her that experience and when we do something that's an experience like we've done something Christmassy or decorated the tree or we made pink cupcakes this weekend with candy canes that feels the best um I will say that I have never loved anything more than doing this podcast for so many reasons I'm going to be super honest I had never listened I have never listened to a podcast to this day Uh, I did not know what it was, and I didn't even know what I was going to do. Um, And I thought I would talk to these interesting people. I could can't believe the people that I've been able to have on here. It's 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 staggering. It's true. uh, Who I've spoken to, Um, but it's like I get to get this information. You're the only person the whole time that I didn't read a single thing about in the papers that I have printed out because I just know you and I wanted to do it this way. But for everyone else, I look for 20 minutes at what's been written about them and circle certain things that remind me of certain things. And then it's like reading a book because I'm talking to these people and I'm sharing with the people listening how they did it. And everybody has some relation to the way you've done it or I've done it or Mark Cuban did it or Hillary Clinton did it. So they're creating this, their own quilt, their own um, toolbox to success. So this is show is just the vehicle to give that to them. So I love that. And then it could be as stupid as me ranting about some dumb vegetables or packing or just giving tips about health. And it's just giving me so much. So I'm giving so much. It's giving so much to me. But also, 
I'm meeting someone differently. Like I'm getting to know you. Now we know each other better next time I see you. And I'm really only interviewing people that I want to interview. So I'm interested in talking to them. So now I got to know you way more because it moves pretty quickly. So it's a great experience to say the least. I have to say, so I was having a brunch on a Sunday in Soho at Raul's. Mm -hmm. And I'm there with Alex and our old uncle Johnny. He's crazy. He's old and he's gay and he wears a toupee. I think he, mm-hmm. he's saying for you at the table. I don't know. And then so you and your daughter are walking by and I, we were masked and so we were like, uh, oh, Bethany, hi. And you were so kind to exit out of traffic on, on uh, Prince Street and say hi to us. And then when you left, Alex said, do you really know Bethany Frankel? I said, well, I think we're getting to know each other slowly here and there, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's her daughter. Your daughter is beautiful, by the way. Thank uh, you. And so, and congratulations on uh, your new your new level of relationship with your daughter with custody, full custody. How cool is that? Very. But the fact that you you came over and just said hi, and you could have easily went, okay, well, bye-bye, but you didn't. You stayed for a minute or two, and that that was nice. New York City, running into people on the streets in New York City is one of my favorite things ever. And so that was... Interesting. That was a great day. I love it. Because if you think about it, it's just one huge small town, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but so when you, when you, uh, you exited the, the, the sidewalk just to say hi in our little outdoor area, that was really cool, you know? And I never, ever, never, ever undervalue what that is like for people, just friends or people, you, your acquaintances or best friends, to stop down and just invest a moment just to say hi. Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate 
or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that could last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. So this show just gives me so much. And to be able to do it in pajamas, not because, just because it's who I truly am. And that's not the superficiality of wearing lashes and sequins and all that stuff I did on reality TV isn't the best thing that I have to offer to people. So that's just a sort of superficial aspect of myself. And as we keep going, I find social media less interesting to me because it seems like a superficial portrayal. And... This is the most authentic thing I can possibly think about. I, I so that's so I love this hour because I get to can you know really go deeper with you and then know you better and I'm learning. I mean I've learned on this call so so that's huge for me. I feel like I said something really rude to you one time about you being on uh, Real Housewives. Do you remember that? You do no. But in the beginning, I do remember you you evolving, but it might have been too... Here's the thing. I get it overall. When I first came on, and I remember having this experience on The View, it's a joke. And, you, you know, it seems like a joke. We're first starting as train wrecks on this reality show, and someone has to interview you, and they don't know who you are, and they're rolling their eyes because you yet you haven't even earned it. And I don't care and you're you're a radio you talk you know radio host and there's other people in the room and it can be snarky I have no idea what it was but I know in my mind I remember knowing you later meant you taking me more seriously but the, I that's part of what that's part of life you're not supposed to be some clown that walks in on day one and get the respect of people who've been doing this for 30 years I, I love I love the word clown it, it, me too it's, it's so, <laughs> it applies to so many different things no it was actually in a text message I had with you or a, a, a DM I was like, God, I wish, I don't know, you, you're so great when you're not on that show. And I, I, I was, I think I'd just seen an episode or something. It doesn't matter. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, the show is its own thing. Um, so what has your rose been of your career and your thorn of your career? The rose of my career, the people I meet and the people I get to work with every day. And of course, the longevity of some of the listenership. And we, we have people who've been listening since we're 25 years ago and they're still there. Uh, more roses. I, I've got dozens of roses. I mean, picking up new listeners. I just started listening to you. Oh gosh, what's the name of the, of the people again? And we're getting to know you. And those are the great things. And um, and I luckily I have a partner who totally understands what I do, and as I understand what he does, those are the roses. The thorns. You know, waking up at fucking four thirty every no. Morning. You know, it's just, uh. <laughs> you never get used to it. These, I mean, I've, I, I, it's time to go see Dr. Rosenberg again because it's time to like, uh, oh, um, no, God. you know, the hours and uh, there, this past year and a half, which uh, this is not unique to me, the fatigue on working out of Zoom rooms so much. Um, hi, we're in one now, but that's, <laughs> but this is different. Uh, that's about it. I, I love what I do. I mean, we go in there without a script. With maybe just a little bit of a roadmap here or there, it's just a collection of people that come 
to the table every morning with stories and we just apply them. And then before you know it, it's four hours later and we're done. I can't think of any other business I could be in where I, I can do that. And they, they pay us well. They, they take care of us. The iHeart is so supportive of us. So, oh my God, how great is iHeart? <laughs> they're great. They really are. Do you are. know Connell? Oh yeah, Connell's awesome. How great is Connell? Smart. He's a smart guy. And he He plays the long game. He doesn't play the nickel and dime game. He plays the long game. That from my experience, it's just like that's such an easy relationship. iHeart's amazing. Keep listening, people, to everybody because iHeart is amazing. Well, and, and we've been very lucky. They give us the resources, the research tools. I mean, it's it goes so deep down into the dungeon that most people don't see these things. It's great. So that's amazing. I, so I like how you asked the question, roses and thorns. I, I have a field of roses with maybe a couple of thorns in the corner that fuck them. They don't really bother me. I forgot that you lost a lot of weight. How much weight did you lose? I forgot all about that. I've gained some of it back. <laughs> so, it doesn't look like it, but did you lose like an extreme amount of weight? I had, yeah, I had the uh, gastric sleeve uh, bypass, not bypass, but um, whatever, or the... Um, Thing. That's different than the lap band. Yeah, yeah, the lap band. That's the one that Al uh, Roker had, him, and he shit his pants at the White House. Um, wait, I don't think I remember that, but that cannot be someone's legacy. Okay, well, that's. Oh I'm... no, no, it's it's well documented. Um, <laughs> oh uh, this was <laughs> this was five years ago, and it was the best idea ever because I was at two hundred and sixty pounds, and I went down to one thirty, and I was skeletal. I needed to gain weight, but I went. That's. I, but you Extreme. know what I did, Bethany? I finally got to buy clothes because when you're an overweight guy, and I didn't, I didn't hate myself because I was overweight at all. I just didn't like sweating, and I, I wanted to be able to fit into some, some cool clothes. I went clothes shopping crazy, and then you naturally start gaining weight. I can't fit into any of those clothes anyway. So our apartment is just sitting there by itself in Tribeca, and it still has pre-pandemic size clothing in it. Oh, okay. So when I go back, I'm like, oh, I, have to, I have to like pack to go to the city so I can have some jeans that fit now. But no, I lost a lot of weight. And do you still have noise about it at all or food noise or I'm going to be fat again noise or any emotional? There has to be an emotional aspect to losing 130 pounds. Oh, yeah. Like 10 minutes before this, this podcast, I was at the refrigerator like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Here's some beef stew. Um, you know what it is? I, naturally, and my doctors, my surgeon told me this, my, your stomach starts to expand. It's just going to do it. And so now because of, you know, I can blame it on pandemic, but I, it's all me. I take full responsibility. So we've been eating more. We've been drinking more. You know, we've been making bad decisions. So the weight's starting to come back. So it's bothering me because I never want to go back to that place again. It just wasn't for me. And uh, so it's a struggle. But yeah, it's going to be. But you have a threshold. You're not really, you're not really rationally afraid that you'll go back to that place. You just don't even like not being in control of exactly where it's supposed to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's another thing. It's I talk about it because it's there's such an emotional aspect to to weight, and I wrote a book on it, naturally thin, and noise about it, and the emotions of it, and holding on to things, and it's it's a struggle for people. You so. know, and also I have so many friends who tripled their workouts during pandemic and they lost a lot of weight. They're, they stopped drinking. And then I have my other friends like me, we went, <laughs> we went the other way, man. We're like, yes. But you know, we're starting to slow down. It's, it's under control to a point and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Well, you're amazing. I so appreciate the conversation, the discussion, the 
authenticity um, and just being so honest. So thank you so much for giving me your time and the audience. What what did we solve? What What did we get to here? We got to the takeaway. So I'm going to do my, my uh, I always do um, reflections, but I'll do them with Elvis because he's not sure that we learned anything. So no, no, I, I didn't say that. I'm asking you what you think we did. Okay, so uh, my reflection is that Elvis Duran uh, is unique in that he knew what he wanted to do or listened to that gut instinct as a child and followed that path, but not with overly being tortured about it, just with one foot in front of the other and always being honest with himself about who he is. That also pertains to his um, being gay and finding a way for that to work, even in an environment where that would not normally work at all. Dallas, Texas, Republican, Bible Belt. Uh, Separately, he has found philanthropy and changed his whole life after 9-11 by finding meaning through his career. So you can do something that you love uh, and it can change. The journey can change, but you also can find meaning through that career your career uh, and that you're honest about your relationship and you're genuinely happy and still looking for the next chapter so you're always searching but success has been fairly simple not because it hasn't been hard work but because it has been about just the journey not the destination you're amazing you, you, re- you really have a clear brain a clear head and you, you retain information very well better than anyone I think I've ever met Thank you. So that's my takeaway and my reflections. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. I usually do this without you here, but thank you all so much for listening. You're amazing. Elvis, you're incredible, and I appreciate you. Have the happiest holiday, and um, have a happy new year. Thank you, Bethany. You were fabulous. Thank you very much. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next-day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.